0: per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. This is our land is Vicky Dice, and you're listening to the All Night Long Podcast. All Night Long. Welcome back to another edition of the all night long wrestling podcast. We are your host. He is the stallion. He is cloaked, but he is the stallion. And this week we have a very special guest brand new to ring of honor. You might know her as the leader of the fiend club, Kelly Welcome to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for taking time Yay. out of your day uh, in the future, technically, across the world <laughs> to join us. It is awesome.
1: No problem. Thank you so much for having me. I thought it was about time that I, you know, conversed with my fans a little bit because I don't do podcasts. I really, very rarely do them. But for some reason, you sold me straight away with that dog. Oh my. Straight away. I don't
0: <laughs> do much well, but I uh, pimp out my dogs uh, very yeah it seems. That, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, we are on the... it's Hall- Well, it was Halloween yesterday or a mm-hmm. day and a half ago. How was your Halloween? What did we do? What, what happened on Halloween?
1: Well, in Australia, they don't like Halloween at all. So oh. yeah, what? no celebrations. And also, we, are, we just came out of the strictest lockdown ever. We couldn't leave for um, five kilometers from our house. Um, We had people, there was like checks. So like you couldn't go anywhere. You definitely couldn't knock on doors and trick or treat. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. So I spent my Halloween playing World of Warcraft and you know what? That's fine because they have Halloween events on there. You know, I've got my friends on, I don't have any friends, but I've got friends (laughs) on there. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So yeah, I had a great Halloween, riveting. What did you do?
0: That is, uh, well, we're in uh, New York and New York also has like a wildly strict, um, you get shot if you leave your house kind of lockdown right yeah. now. Okay. So um, I, we kind of just stayed home and I watched Halloween three through six yesterday. So that was my riveting oh. Halloween as well. So nothing, nice. uh, nothing too exciting. So mm-hmm. you guys are really in, like how, what? what are the rules and regulations? How long is it going on? Are you even allowed to go to the gym? What's going on? (laughs) Well,
1: we were in a strict lockdown. So we're in stage four for about eight months. So what that (laughs) meant was no gym, no seen friends, no seen family, no shops are open, literally nothing. You were only allowed to leave your house to exercise or go to work or for like an emergency, like caring reasons. So you know, it's a really strange feeling um, going from, you know, at almost moving to America and living your dream to then being, you know, locked down with this crazy airborne virus. Like, I believe I they call
0: like, it a uh, Corona mania. Oh, time.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's it. So I haven't wrestled for eight months. Um, I just got back in the gym and I feel like. I'm disabled now. I I got too excited. I was like, "Oh, like I want to try all these machines." I could do everything you know,
0: I used to do, even though it was yeah. Eight months
1: ago. yeah that's that was it. Good. I lost about twelve kilos, which sounds great, but you know, I enjoyed being muscly. You know what I mean? So I look all little and brittle. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm like a shadow of myself. So I've, we just came out of lockdown, so there's positives, and now things are going back to normal so okay
0: i'm glad to hear that <laughs> see we're like going the opposite way in new york and in america where like we were mm-hmm. in such a crazy lockdown and we weren't and now it's like boom most cases ever in one day so you
1: guys were having okay so our outbreak was seven cases that's an outbreak <laughs> now my- what were you guys getting a day like twenty thousand cases or something obscene. Yeah, I mean
0: sometimes thir- uh, forty two was the other day. Whatever. I mean, listen, I, I make I make the joke, and I probably shouldn't because I um, yeah. I was sick with uh, the coronavirus in uh, late February, and uh, oh, you
1: actually got the Rona? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Wow!
0: I, uh, I believe I did get the rona. I had no sense of taste or smell for like three weeks. It was crazy. The only thing I could taste was like a tiny little bit of hot sauce. Like if I guzzled hot sauce, I would feel a burning. That was the only thing, <laughs> which also kickstarted my weight loss journey because if food tastes like nothing, <laughs> what, what does it matter, right? Like it's diet. It. But oh, then yeah. I make the joke. I'm like, oh, you can't catch it twice. And studies are like, no, you can. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> so that's, can't make the joke anymore. No,
1: that's, the thing is, as well, like I'm not going to preach on about this because it's not my place, but the amount of fucking news that has contradicted itself. My mum is a firm believer that <laughs> Bill Gates is trying to kill us. All right. Now, my mum.
0: <laughs> if your mom's not busy, have her join the show because I agree with the woman. I'm with you. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. So she now prior to this, not once has she ever been interested in political things at all. She's from England. She refuses to become an Australian citizen. You know, she's just not really into any of that stuff. Anyway, so now she's convinced that Bill Gates is killing us. Um, You know, I don't know what to believe because it's all just it just doesn't make sense. Nothing. Uh,
0: yeah. You get it. Yes.
1: <laughs> and, you know, I could link this on to like Pizzagate and all that, but, you know, that's like a whole nother world and that would take a whole nother podcast. I mean,
0: I'm, I would be 100% in on that podcast. But yeah. if your mom is like, why is the guy that created fucking Microsoft Word solving the coronavirus? I'm going to back the woman up because it makes no sense to anybody in America either.
1: So No, that's it. That's it. So, look, if my uh, mom's correct and shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's good to know what um, everybody else in the world thinks is going on in America. They're not Mm. wrong. So... I just hope that things get back to normal for you and normal yeah. life and stuff. Yep. It was like, it's, it takes a toll on you mentally, like not being able to leave the house and all that. I
1: feel like I'm going insane. Like every day is the same day,
0: the same fucking day. Like but
1: the good time. thing is, yeah, I think it's been good for people because it's forced them to go back to hobbies that maybe they neglected or forgot about, you know, because we're all just living on this, like this, like bleh, you know what I mean? And for the first time, you know, it, it could go either way. You could either be stuck indoors on this, you know, like you like you're in the Running Man book, or you could, you know, take advantage of it and actually, you know, try to learn. it or
0: exactly. like you know, like there's all there's so many like it's like one of the few times in life where you're like, I don't have an excuse not to do something that I exactly I've right. In. So that's
1: it exactly it, right
0: we actually we had spoke to will ferrara and he was like saying the same thing because he was i've i think he lives in maryland or whatever and they were Mm -hmm. locked down even worse than we were and he's like i couldn't even get to the gym so i had to focus on like things that i wanted to do and uh, video games was one of the things that we talked about so oh yeah as a world of warcraft player how many how many hours are we logging in a day
1: This is embarrassing. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I don't do very much apart from go to the gym and play World of Warcraft. All right. I got a very exciting life. I love playing video games. I always have. As a kid, I was pretty much brought up on video games. So I don't know what I'm meant to do in a time like this other than go back to playing video games. You know, like oh, I, I'm awesome. probably. Don't, yeah. Dude,
0: don't if you enjoy it, shit, that's great. Like. That, that's it. That's great. Everybody's like, oh, it's so nerdy. Being nerdy Man. about things is awesome because that means you enjoy something to the point of like being that passionate about it. Yes, video games rule. Exactly,
1: I mean, exactly, Joe and I right. get
0: together on a week, like Ring of Honor pay-per-view days. Like he'll come over, mm-hmm. we'll play like Super Nintendo games for like three hours oh. clip. or I mean, we did have a uh, WWF No Mercy battle. Uh, I think it was like a oh. year ago. I yeah. was Taz and he was Billy Gunn and we had an hour cage match and he won. And at the end of it, we looked at each other. <laughs> we just spent a fucking hour playing No Mercy in the cage A fucking
1: cage match. Because oh no, my none God. of us
0: knew how to climb over the cage. And it's yeah. like, that's, but that's cool. I mean, video games give us an out. And I think exactly. like there are so many worse things people can be doing than playing video games right now.
1: Oh, of course. Of course. Like, I, you know, as a kid, I didn't have many friends. I was a very quiet, reserved child. So my world was these worlds online like RuneScape was my first big game and that's where I learned so much you know and I learned how to read I learned um you know I to expand my vocabulary and everything I was because I was talking I know it sounds bad talking to older people on the internet but it wasn't anything sinister on RuneScape anyways um (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) it wasn't sinister yes
1: (laughs) on another game eh? but um yeah like it I just, I I love it so much. And um, yeah, I've really honestly enjoyed my time with World of Warcraft lately. So yeah.
0: And gives you time to play it. Um, Listen, Fiend Club, am Mm. I safe to assume you're a big Misfits fan?
1: Mm. Oh yes. I love, love, love.
0: (laughs) All right. So uh, now um, Famous Monsters is a big Misfits album. Am I alone in thinking that post Danzig Misfits is still a fantastic group?
1: I love love, 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 love Danzig finds yes, I, I, I yes,
0: okay, yes. Friday the thirteenth <laughs> album, everybody kind kind of gives them shit when um when Danzig left, but I was like, his solo stuff is very good, but the misfits still had a lot of great songs after yes
1: him. i I agree um i I'm a huge Michael Graves fan. I love Michael Graves and like now he's gone, you know, he's his own person, his own values and shit. But to me, I love his music and I don't give a fuck. Like let them do what they want. But yeah, like growing up, I um, was my first boyfriend introduced me to the Misfits. And at first I didn't quite understand it. I was like, well, it's just noises. Like they're singing about horror movies. Like what is this? And then I heard... Um, mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? And for some reason, that song resonated with me. And from then on, I just became obsessed and I fucking loved Danzig. I loved everything that he was, his attitude, even though he's a piece of shit. <laughs> like he gets knocked out. I've seen videos of him getting knocked out. That was I by just, that a was...
0: local New York hardcore band, on yeah. uh, Northside Kings. Yep, I'm a big hardcore punk fan, So I saw that well, video. Awesome. He, he, yeah. yeah.
1: So, so I, I just... There was something about Danzig's voice that I liked because it was so dirty and rough and it wasn't clean. Like Michael was clean and I I, I loved his stuff, but there was something special, the charm that Danzig brought.
0: Um, I it's actually a minister, saw them deeper Yeah, like exactly. If, if like Dracula sang in a punk band, it would be Danzig. That's the best. That's thing.
1: it. And Danzig's solo stuff, like Devil's Plaything, that song, just everything just works it's just very nicely done but i am also a big michael graves fan so i can't choose between the two
0: <laughs> no, and there's no there, i don't think there should be hate on either either version mm. of the misfits so no all right maybe we yeah. should i don't know if we should get the wrestling I'm oh yeah. About, yeah that whole so, thing <laughs> uh, that thing um yeah. it's been like we talked about it's been just a terrible year and it was yeah. february 23rd 24th 25th it was announced you signed to ring of honor yeah, and it was going to be the um the tournament it was i mean quest for gold it was you i mean pretty much everybody we had on the podcast not trying to be that guy but yeah. it was you, Lindsay snow heather monroe mm-hmm. um and then this wild airborne <laughs> fake i'm just kidding this wild um <laughs> virus started spreading in the world and you are relegated to not being able to join ring of honor um everybody that we've had on from Ring of Honor has said the company has done great to take care of them in the interim. Mm-hmm. So that's, is, is that a true statement? Very I, true. Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially for me, like I've, I haven't even wrestled there and they're
0: looking after me. So yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, yeah. good for them doing that. But I also feel like Ring of Honor is one of those companies that in the middle of the pandemic, when some people are like running spot shows and stuff like that, Ring of Honor was like, we're not going to do that. But I feel like they amped up their social media and Cute. they did a yeah, they did a really good job of interacting with people. You have some fantastic ask me anything's on there, which are like the meanest things uh, I've ever seen, like in the best way. But yeah. how did they come to you, and they were like, "Listen, we want to get you exposed to the fans," or was that something that you came up with? How did the ask me anything come up with?
1: So they um, pretty much said. You know, we're going to come to you guys with some ideas, but if you have any ideas of your own, feel free to send them in. And I was looking at their ideas and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's very much for the kind of wrestler that has no problem with being themselves. Do you know what I mean? It's not about the character. Whereas me, I really wanted to protect Kellyanne as a character because I feel like no one does that anymore. It's all, the lines are blurred. Um, And so I thought if I really want to prove to Ring of Honor why they've made a good idea in investing in me, I need to show them, like I need to do something different. You know, I can easily go, oh, this is my family and we're all good friends. Look how relatable I am. You know, like that's, that's really easy. And um, it's no shit on anyone else. That just, that works for some, but it doesn't work for others. Right. So my partner is a very, very, very talented um video maker. He was a wrestler as well. He's a very um intelligent, outspoken man and he has a way of putting my ideas into play. And so, you know, he would help me come up with these videos and what we wanted was just a lot of attitude. Um, and we wanted to we wanted to make people think. So a lot of the times some of the things don't make sense and that's the point. So you have to find the point I'm trying to make um and I really enjoyed that I really have fun filming videos because I think in a time like this you can either use it to build something or you can just you know kind of sit there and just do the bare minimum and you know like I can upload a photo of my body if I want right and get about 458,000 likes but I'm not that's not doing anything for my career that's doing something for my personal gratification but for my actual career I need to make something of this time and so I saw the opportunity and I went with it and I didn't expect I know it sounds so little but I didn't expect to be have my own video on their YouTube channel I didn't expect that I expected it to be thrown in with all the other stuff and when I saw them see like do that it showed like your it own playlist it, it, yeah yeah they appreciated it and so then I went from there and now you know, every fortnight I send in videos, and here we are, and it's a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> well, um, so then, kudos to you and your partner. The black and white is such a nice touch, too. I, yeah. I think it really adds lots to the videos. Who was the uh, who, the species movie reference? I yeah, was-, was dead. Who made this? I was those videos. That was Alan's
1: so- idea. Okay, that was my partner's idea. Now,
0: <laughs> that Go-
1: guy that sent that in, we made that profile. So we we did the whole thing. <laughs> um, I
0: I was can I was bought hook line and sinker. It was uh that was, but like, I'm sorry to quote species is like such a deep cut that like you have to really be in the know to get that. So yeah, that when I cool. read it,
1: I was I looked at it. I'm going species. Really, he's like, don't worry, it makes sense, you know. And I've seen the movie, and I'm like. Yeah. but AA so you know <laughs> sometimes you do just have to take a risk and some and you know there's some comments on there where people are like oh she reminds me from of Paige on WWE it's like shit man like just because I'm wearing a leather jacket and I'm pale doesn't mean I'm trying to be someone like people these days are so used to others just ripping other people off that they can't see when something original is in their face so
0: Yep. Yeah, and I wonder if it's, like, the accent thing, too. It's like, oh, you guys exactly. both don't sound like me, so you must be paid. Yeah,
1: well, I'm sorry that my parents are English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking you out. You can only
0: do so much, you know? I know.
1: Yeah,
0: so... so- I mean, I know you had said you have, um, there's actually a, a, a ROH Strong podcast that you were on that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I want to give people, tell me mm-hmm. about that and listen to it. Um, you started wrestling at the age of 13, which is just wild to me. <laughs> uh, I believe you said you and your mother both lied about your age. So, she did, yeah. I legend. mean, your mom is really earning some bonus points with me. She kind of seems like a total badass. I'm just going to throw that out she, there.
1: Uh, she's the best. Look, she is um, 69 years old right? So she's a lot older. Um, but yeah, she's always had my back. She, she was a single parent. Um, you know, so all I wanted to do was wrestle and she would use the money that she had to let me wrestle. So I knew like I was either going to make this work or I would just like, I'm letting my mum down. That's how I felt. So yeah, it, it's been great. And to this day, like she supports me and loves it and records everything on the TV and all that. And she got posters of me when she, when you walk in the house. It's ho- I hate it, but yeah. Oh,
0: but it's it, you hate it like in the best way though. Yeah,
1: right? it's like oh, oh I'll pump, take them down. Stop. then you
0: look at him, you're like, no, it's me. Yeah, sense. exactly. <laughs> like, take them down. You know, I got. You. <laughs> so it. you started wrestling or started training at 13. I know you were all over the world. You trained with Teddy Hart, um, <laughs> in Mexico, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. How mm-hmm. how long after the training at 13 did you have your first match? How that Yeah, that's kind of I. Big-
1: well, look, I got rushed into my first match, so probably about a year in. It's hidden on YouTube, this match.
0: You did I was at <laughs> 14.
1: Yeah, so I had my first match at 14. It was at a charity event, so um, they just threw us all into a rumble and they said, you know, just do the moves you know. Now, I only knew how to take a DDT at that point and I also knew how to do a Russian leg sweep. So I dressed – okay, I was 14 and – I idolized a leader at the time. I wore a fishnet top. Um, I looked like I, I wanted to be leader. Um, so that happened um, in the ring. I refused to get thrown out. Uh, <laughs> uh, no one told me when to get thrown out. So I just refused to get thrown out. Um, and yeah, it was the worst thing ever. I wish it never happened. Like I think there's nothing worse than forcing someone to jump in when they're not ready. So yeah,
0: not a good idea. Yeah and it's on tape somewhere i'm not gonna ask where it is i'm not gonna share the link but to me like at four like nobody should be recorded at 14 because like you're like not even like i'm a child exactly like i don't even remember 14 and like i was probably dumb as a bucket of shrimp at 14 like i don't want anything that i did being on tape so for you to be in a battle royal that is that's crazy but i mean it's really trial by fire (laughs) like you know like yeah (laughs) <laughs> like when you're young, you don't have like the the anxiety. A lot of people don't. I shouldn't say not everybody, but like the stress, mm. and the anxiety, and the overthinking. No. It so that's it. You know, maybe yeah. it could have been a good thing. At the end of the day,
1: look, um the person that was filming it moved the camera over to my trainer's face, and he was like this. So, I'm I'm confident in saying that it wasn't a good showing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took a nice DDT and
0: that's about it wow okay um what made you travel internationally was it just trying to learn the ropes like you said uh, i think you said triple a
1: yeah so i my trainer down here was trained by lance and that kind of put that in my head that i needed to go get training overseas so i didn't have much money but um i was lucky enough to get a payout at my age it was for another reason but i got the money and i went to canada for three months to train with lance and you know, it wasn't until I went there that things clicked. So I was 18 and I'd been training since I was 13, but I didn't understand what it was that I was doing. I was following a formula, but not actually knowing what it was. And that's no discredit to the schools back home, but I was just too young. Right. And mo- going to Canada and being forced to grow up, being away from my mum for the first time for three months in another country, I it, it almost happened overnight that I just got it. And it was if it wasn't for the training at Lances that I received, there's no way that I would be as confident as I was. And obviously over there I met Teddy Hart and I uh, lived with him for a month um, before I went to Mexico. And all those sure that was
0: completely normal, right? Like there weren't like third 3000 cats everywhere and all that stuff.
1: No, I did not see him throw cats at Jim Neidhart. No, it was completely normal. Everything's fine.
0: <laughs> Look, that's a whole other story. You know what there's <laughs> We're not, I'm water <laughs> under the bridge, right? Let's not even, let's just focus. So so, midnight, wow. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, so, were, were we talking jumpsuits that whole time? Was he wearing, was he in the jumpsuits? Yeah.
1: Oh, he was in his gear 24 seven. He gave my partner gear as well when we left, you know, like a little going away thing. Um, look, it, it, he taught me uh, to not be afraid of anyone because that man is the most intimidating man I've ever met in my life. But not towards me, like he no, was just like
0: that presence and the aura, in general, right? yeah, like it, an intense dude.
1: Yeah, and so living with a man like that, like going to Mexico, almost felt like a breeze, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> and uh, I remember Conan picked us up in the car, and he turns around and he goes, "So how was it staying at Teddy's?" And me and Broderick were like, "Oh, it was fine. We had so much fun. We loved it." And he goes. What really happened, and we're like,
0: Oh dude, it was fucked like <laughs> oh my God,
1: <laughs> you know, um so yeah, i I feel sorry for the generation today because I feel like the need to go and train overseas and experience these things is not pushed anymore because everyone does rely solely on social media, and I feel bad for those that don't get to experience this, you know, like where else would you experience being backstage at Mexico? with a man coming up to you trying to inject you with steroids as a young girl, like, where are you going to experience that shit? You know? I mean that
0: frankly, <laughs> that is wildly giving. I mean, that, that stuff's not cheap. Hey um, B I think the only place like where you that, like, you know, WWE have the performance center and yeah. every, for not trying to be that guy, but for yeah. better or for worse, if you all train at the same place, you're all going to come out the same type of person. No you shit. I think new Japan, they have it locked down where they train at the dojo and then go on an excursion. Be, mm-hmm. find yourself, be who you are. I mean, look at Jay you White.
1: need to. Yeah, yeah. Jay
0: White was just mm-hmm. a friend. Jay White. And then he came back and he's like Blackbeard the pirate now, which is a pretty good That's sick it. And, and that's uh, the thing. If you
1: find, when you're only in one place or in a bubble, your only inspiration for wrestling comes from wrestling. And I think that when people start venturing out and getting inspiration from other places, whether it be music, games, movies, whatever, that's when they start to become their own person and their wrestling actually starts to become interesting. We're not just replicating some cool spot we saw on PWG. You know, it's like you're a character, dude. Like you, you can be whoever the fuck you want. Like right. take advantage of no,
0: it. There's no limit on that. And, but like when you have people telling you what you have to be, Mm. It's a little bit different and that's, you know, for some people it really works, but for other people they want to be a little more um, diverse, if that's a word. And just, that's what's so appealing now with, Mm. like you said, the age of social media and you could literally watch wrestling anywhere at any time, a million different streaming apps. So Mm. I I think it's, for someone like yourself, like you really, and it shows in the ring, you know, in in your wrestling in the ring. Um, Speaking of wrestling, MCW, Melbourne, Melbourne. is one of the promotions now being an American I'm so that's the promotion that I'm most familiar with.
1: Yes. Is that
0: the largest promotion in Australia?
1: Um, I would say so. I, PWA in Sydney is also just as big. They that's where Robbie Eagles works. Um, Melbourne, though, MCW, the reason why they have more exposure is because of the people that they brought in. Um, It all started with Will Ospreay, bringing him down, really helped us because that's when UK was like, you know, the be-all and end-all for the indies at that point. Progress
0: was huge then. Exactly. And And
1: I believe that Melbourne or Australia could have gotten to that point, but I – and this is my opinion – i don't see a huge i don't know why australia insists on having these streaming services because the reason why progress and everyone got over and people knew them is because they saw the product you know what's the point of withholding these amazing shows for um you know just to get an extra eight dollars you know you're, you you're you're excluding a, a huge audience on YouTube. Like, even if you upload a few things, like, that's the problem with Australia is that they don't want to show the... Ta- like, they're not showing it, and I don't understand it. it you makes have no to sense. search.
0: Um, you're right. Like, there was... I, I believe um, you and Jordan Grace was from MCW. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a really good match. It was a match with you, um, Indy Hartwell, and mm-hmm. a- Avery? from Yeah. That. But, yeah. you know, it's few and far between. Whereas, yeah. you're right, streaming services... You- like um IWTV, i don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with that independentwrestling.tv they do some really yeah. good stuff ring of honor though i feel like ring of honor is a little bit different because yeah. the honor club they have such a vast library i mean they've been in for 20 years that's it. and that's no ring of honor exactly. exactly that's like the top top
1: yeah, yeah. whereas for australia you, you know you're, you're not gonna get <laughs> you're not gonna get many people subscribing to a service what what's the point like there's no reason for them to do that so that's where i think the downfall is um i don't run a promotion you know i have no interest in running one so yeah i i don't know um i hope that australia can get to a point where you know we can become our own place but until then
0: until then <laughs> well you are now so now are you exclusive uh exclusively that's like a word right yeah <laughs> with ring of honor um is that deal so you can only wrestle for ring of honor or are you still to wrestle- um
1: I can wrestle anywhere in Australia as long as it's not televised Mm -hmm. Um, and in America I'm pretty much exclusive to Ring of Honor but I can ask like hey can I work this place can I do this you know Um, for me I have no problem in that Um, I if (laughs) being a part of Ring of Honor already is surreal to me Um, so yeah I, I have no problem with that.
0: Yeah, and Ring of Honor, they don't get enough you know, there was the, the women's revolution, the diva's revolution, whatever they wanted to call that, but Ring of Honor before that oh, had talent Sarah
1: Del Rey. Yeah. Like exactly. shit, man. That's revolutionizing women's wrestling. Yeah. Women like um, her and Madison Eagles, you know, that's
0: Daisy Hayes. They were like Daisy I, when Hayes. They were on HD net, and that was that was a, a station that everybody got. You, you know, yeah. you're watching real women's wrestling at the oh, next. Yeah. And then I think Impact did a really good job with it too. But Ring of Honor is the first one that I remember. I was like, "Yeah, well, these girls can go. And I didn't know who this person Mm -hmm. was until I watched it. Now it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, now I'm hooked.
1: That's it. That's it. I think Ring of Honor were one of the first companies to actually produce proper women's wrestling because then from there came Shimmer and you know, da da da. So, I it, that I'm, I'm that's glad where it started.
0: I'm glad you mentioned Shimmer because I was going to say Shimmer's one of those promotions right now. They do, they have like, they are the women's promotion, Shimmer and Shine, yeah. really. And you've worked for Shimmer a lot over here. Was that your first time working in America for Shimmer?
1: yeah it was and um it was so cool because i used to have all the shimmer dvds and stuff you know so actually being on the roster was like super cool i was like yes (laughs) so yeah i loved my time there
0: so yeah shimmers and they just it's so in this time especially like all the the just the garbage that happened this year with the speaking Mm. out and all that stuff i think Mm -hmm. it's so cool a uh, promotion like Shimmer and a promotion like Shine are so important to have around because they're building oh, yeah. women's talent um, mm. in a really good atmosphere, and they have a good name behind it, and they have just really good quality matches. So I'm um, big oh, yeah. Shimmer. Um, they have, you know, so many good people that you see now every week on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, exactly or
1: whatever, night of yeah, every life. day of the week,
0: yep. four and hours a day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shoved down your throat. <laughs> you better like it. And then we're gonna do it again on Friday, (laughs) damn. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) (laughs) nice. So So you said you were about to move here. I was. Where are you moving?
1: Well, I wanted to move to Orlando at one point. um, But I think I actually found a really cool area in Vegas, which is like near the airport. um, Because my main concern is being near an airport because I know I'm going to have to be flying everywhere. I was like, the reason why I was doing Orlando was because I know a bunch of people there because they're in WWE. But then I thought about it. It's like, do I really want to be around that? You know, I don't. Because I, I know the the stress that these people are under, you know, and you hear all the horrible shit they have to go through. I just knew in myself that if I was to situate myself there, it just wouldn't be good for anyone, you know. Because I'll be like, "Hey, House Six, Ring of Honor, let me do whatever the hell I want," you know. And then <laughs> it's like,
0: "Oh uh, no, I have to delete my Twitch today." Okay, yeah, I okay. can't
1: play games online, so it's like, <laughs> shit. I, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome uh yeah. vegas have you have you been to vegas before
1: no i haven't i've I've been to new york i loved new york absolutely new york, so you've been in the
0: city of new york like new york yeah. city yeah i was I in it, manhattan
1: okay. yeah i loved i i rented a little uh room so i was in some airbnb a guy that lived there he just let me have this, this little room and i just loved new york because It was just, I know they say the city never sleeps, but like I genuinely walked around the street and I would never do that in Australia because I'm really, I'm terrified of getting jumped. But for some reason, I felt jumped, like attacked. Yeah,
0: no, (laughs) I'm just confused (laughs) why you think New York is safer than Australia. Well, that's the
1: thing. So when I was there all alone, for some reason, I felt, so safe walking around at like midnight, you know. It was a really. I think it was just a me thing.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> you, know? you, you shouldn't. That's not good, you know. As I, I know, as a New Looking Yorker back. of 33 plus years, no, don't don't do that. I, I would I highly recommend against it. <laughs> If you're i don't have- know
1: what happened it's like it brought out a different side of me so i spent every day just walking around for hours on end i just was so in love with this place you know so yeah i loved i loved new york yeah
0: okay vegas is um like that but with way more strippers so if that's like <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah there's <laughs> there it- are like there are strippers in airports in vegas it's like living in like hell but like not the worst hell,
1: yeah like- look I I live in a country town in Australia, so if I can find like the equivalent of that in America, that would be amazing. I just I, I'm not. I just don't know. I can't plan anything at the moment. It's so hard to be like I want to go here because I don't know what's happening <laughs>
0: with the whole world. So, so that begs the question. I know <laughs> the Pure Title Tournament was announced right as the Quest for Gold was, and Ring of Honor yeah, yeah. is in their bubble right now, and they just completed the Pure Tournament. Yeah. Has there been any word on the quest for gold tournament or bringing, I mean, cause ring of honor, their roster right now. I mean, it's like UK, Australia. Yeah. Wales, so getting everybody over there must be so difficult. Have we heard it, about that?
1: The only thing that we know is that they are working on the visas, but, even if we have visas, like Ring of Honor still have to have shows planned. And for them to do that bubble that they did, that took so much work. And that's just for one tournament. So for them to start thinking about the next one, like it wouldn't be realistic to start planning that until next year because there's no way you can get it done this year. Right. So for us, it's just about getting a visa, getting the exemption. And for Ring of Honor, it's that they need to have the events have a reason to bring us over like right they're not gonna bring you over and be like yeah Yeah.
0: for six months and see what yeah
1: just hang out here you know go protest like i don't you know what i mean like i don't want any but
0: you got america down (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) nailed it that's that's what we do over here it sounds like okay yeah so there's there's talk of it but there's nothing really set in stone and listen if if we can carry the talent and everybody we spoke to said that i think that that's amazing and that's so good for them um, before you get to Ring of Honor, though, can you can we stop associating with Vincent? I saw you make a post the other day saying you're gonna like this guy. You like the way he's doing stuff. Get rid of the Vincent stuff. We're, no, no, um, no, Maybe <gasps> Let's let's drop the Vincent. Blasphemy. for me. No, we're not.
1: I will not hear ill <laughs> of that man. <laughs> okay, Do you- oh, I don't even know him, but I love what I know of him.
0: Vincent what don't to go. He went from being Ed Hardy to Rob Zombie in a matter of like a year and a half. Frankly, I'm I don't want the association because he's a little scary. Okay, he carries a Ed deck.
1: Hardy. I never saw his Ed Hardy thing. Oh, you
0: okay? Here's oh no, no, idea.
1: no! You're gonna ruin it. I'm gonna
0: yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna ruin this for you. Look at early Vincent, and the man is if affliction was a walking person, it would have been Vincent. No. Is he wearing the t-shirts? Oh, he's, I mean, he, it's almost body painted on. Yeah. I'll I'll find it. I'll send some stuff to you. (laughs) (laughs) Before you go make any associations, go in the Ring of Honor Library and make sure you know who you're, you know, teaming up with. Yeah. Well, Las Vegas is not much different. Las Vegas is a very (laughs) Ed Hardy-esque area. I want you getting prepared for it.
1: Ed Hardy reminds me of, like, being a teenager and just, like, boys smelling, like, cologne you know, poisoning your nostril. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, not Ed Hardy the original tattooer, of course. That's totally mm. different. But Ed Hardy no. the yeah, all
1: that stuff. That shitty t- yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I have in big letters over here. Why do you like Vincent? So I'm glad you got that out of the way now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, now I don't. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're happy. <laughs> Hear that, Vincent?
0: Mm-hmm. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um. Listen, there's. Uh, I know you grew up a wrestling fan. I, I have mm. to ask you this question. We ask everybody yeah, that yeah. comes on the show, and it just tears Joe and I right down the middle, like the Civil War. Oh, you have to choose one, one side, one side here. Okay. There's no down the middle.
1: All there's right.
0: Team Bret Hart. There's Team Shawn Michaels. I need you to pick one.
1: I'm gonna have to say, Bret. Let's go now yeah. the reason why I <laughs> happy, when i was younger and i was watching wwe i felt i never liked hbk and i could never oh. put a word to it i just never liked him as a kid i loved triple h i didn't like hbk even when he was a face i didn't like him and i still don't know why i don't like him i don't know there's just some wrestlers that everyone liked, like so, like Rey Mysterio. As a kid, I never was a fan. I just didn't. As a kid, I liked Raven. You know, But like as a kid, I liked Steve Blackman. Uh, for Okay, some but reason. nobody
0: likes Steve Blackman. There's no. Oh, way you, see, boom, you,
1: boom, you boom, Steve boom. Steve Are you serious? <laughs> His entrance.
0: <laughs> I, there's so many things that you just said that I'm awestruck. Sorry. By. I can't but,
1: believe I just did.
0: Yeah, I was. But the fact that you said you never liked HBK, I know I Joe on mute and you can't see. Oh, him.
1: Joe, I'm sorry. Oh, you just
0: broke everything. We've I'm had sorry. probably like 100 to 150 people um, on the show, and I've asked everybody that. And you are maybe the fifth person that is on Team Bret Hart. And it's yeah. so refreshing to see that somebody finally <laughs> knows the truth. I know you're muted, Joe. I know you could hear this whole thing. <laughs> the truth, buddy but as a raven guy he's gonna
1: I, mute that he's not gonna even oh, he's, let that he's, be he's in the he's podcast
0: he's gonna edit everything and make it sound like you said that <laughs> sucks probably. yeah
1: it'll be like sean michaels he's my favorite <laughs> wrestler <laughs> just the worst
0: overdub you've ever heard <laughs> yeah raven was a great guy. did you get any ecw um or was that a, you became a fan i was
1: way too young and we didn't have cable so the only ecw i saw was i oh, no. borrowed I owed the um Rise and fall of ECW, you know, and that's when I first saw like Sandman and stuff. And I was like, Holy shit! And seeing Raven there, I couldn't believe oh, yes. what I missed you out Raven on.
0: WWF Hardcore Raven,
1: yeah, because like WWE Raven it was cool, but then to see ECW Raven, where he's you know trying to steal Sandman's son and turning him into you know what it was, I couldn't believe literally it,
0: crucifying like. the man in front literally of the cru-
1: yeah. exactly like that's the drama I love, love, love about wrestling. And that's why I feel like today's wrestling is so empty almost. And every now and then there's like, there's little, you know, like there's sometimes it, it reminds me why I love it and I watch it and everything. But then seeing the stuff that's on TV at the moment, it's just like, it's hard. It's like a chore. It becomes a
0: chore and it it shouldn't. (laughs) yes it'd be (laughs) up to um like you said believability yeah you want people to buy into you as a person and be like uh, a real like raven's character when he's saying quote the raven nevermore and he's hitting tommy dreamer and he's got dreamer crucified like that stuff like i was a kid screaming in my television it was like 1997 and Jerry lawler caned tommy dreamer in the testicles and he actually hit him And he let out this blood curdling scream and I screamed. My mom was like, what's wrong? I'm like, he's going to die. He's dying. And like, that shit hooked me. And I was like, oh my God. And like, there are some things that do that today. And I think that's, it's so hard to get that level of emotional. It
1: really is. And you know what I fucking hate? Like growing up, you know, I used to be terrified of Kane. I was terrified of the people you were meant to be terrified of because they did their job. So I grew up, I remember crying when Kane burnt JR one time, like bawling my eyes out. And there's JR oh god on the floor. Um, anyways, I I remember finding out that Kane's real name was Glenn Jacobs. And I'm telling you now, it crushed me. It ruined everything. I saw Kane
0: White person. Glenn Jacobs. I
1: know. And then he was wearing a polo in a shirt. So I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And now these days. We're so open that it's just ruined everything. The biggest hills on television, like Bray Wyatt will post something and then he's posting a picture with his kid. It's like, that's cool, but you're robbing people of, you know, the the magic. Like, (laughs) why do you want, I just don't get it.
0: We understand what it is too, you know? We're we're hip to it, but like a guy like MJF, he is a douche everywhere he i'm sorry but him giving little like five-year-old kids the finger is the greatest brilliant. thing i've ever seen in convention like that's brilliant like, mm. it's uh, it's amazing and people mm. like like i want to punch him in the face but oh yeah well good like and and then uh. you're like I, I don't know is he really an asshole in real life exactly yeah, he's from yeah. about 20 minutes from where joe and i live spoiler yeah. everybody from plain is an asshole so yeah he definitely is. <laughs> that, that is long island has a bad rap uh for a reason Mm -hmm. I think it's so cool that for you to like hone in on that you and doing that with um, what Ring of Honor is allowing Mm. you to do on their uh, YouTube platform. Yeah. So I hope we had tickets to, uh, I don't know, the show was Galaxy Quest? It was the the Ring of Honor Future Quest? There was a New York show that they had planned during the pandemic that uh, Joe and I were going to be at Front Row that got canceled. That's fine. I think
1: that I was booked for a bunch of shows for yeah that was the loop it was it was uh, Quest
0: for Gold it was Philly New York oh (laughs)
1: don't my heart (laughs) yeah I'm
0: not there's another promotion I'm not gonna mention names I canceled the show in April still hasn't refunded me thanks guys I'm looking at you Gabe sorry I said I said your name Gabe Sapolsky Gabe Sapolsky that
1: motherfucker would call up Teddy's house all the time and Teddy would go it's Gabe on the phone hang up on that motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Well, now I know why. Because I, we had four, <laughs> we had four tickets for one show, and they canceled yeah. the show in April, and they still it's like three hundred bucks. They haven't refunded us.
1: That's a lot of money. That's I know, not like a thirty dollars ticket. That's no, it's a not, lot. and it's
0: four tickets. So, Gabe, yeah, I'm saying the name. That's right. I'm so bitter about that. And Gabe, they got What's enough money. Name? Give the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, Glenn Gene Jacobs. Gabe. Okay, <laughs> Sounds like a guy online at Chipotle right now. I'm just uh... <laughs> very good. So, what do you guys plan so we're going to be playing world of warcraft we're in the gym mm-hmm. we're just yeah. gonna focus on doing you until yeah comes back up.
1: pretty much i'll be releasing some more videos and i will hopefully make my way to america soon but like the good news is i might be wrestling in another state here maybe next month um that's if the borders come down so if that happens i'll actually be in the ring and knowing my luck i'll injure myself so oh come on Who the- dude How- you have no idea my okay my bad luck began when i was a kid and i finally got the sims game for the computer right now i have been dreaming of this sims game for years i don't know i just
0: love the fact <laughs> this story started with the sims i am i'm so I, into story.
1: I had the game i put it in and it errored ever since then i'm not even joking Every time something good happens, I know that something bad's going to happen. And it, it's true. I get signed, the pandemic. I finally get my GTA game. It doesn't work. You know, all these things really important things going wrong.
0: Yeah, you know what? Getting signed and in the pandemic, like the next week, that's all right. I maybe. <laughs> Uh, have you ever thought about saging? Maybe like a cleansing of yourself, like saging. Okay. Don't get started on that. I did my
1: tarot cards the other night. Don't begin. No, you. Tarot, <laughs> you, you do tarot cards, mate. There is. <laughs> yes, I'm into all that supernatural shit.
0: My wife made me do the tarot cards thing once, and I pulled whatever card it was. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like it wasn't the death card because the death card's not really mm-hmm. that bad, right? It's- no, it's
1: not. That means ta- new life. Was it
0: a tower card? What tower card card? is a bad one. Yeah, that's the fucking one that I pulled, and yeah. I got literally mad at her for like yeah. three days. <gasps> How <gasps> dare you? <laughs> yeah, she she gave me the damn Tower of Doom. I think Kevin Sullivan That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we are all in on you getting back to Ring of Honor, and if you're going to you. be wrestling next month, um, we look forward to it. Where can we awesome. use social media? Follow yeah. and um, sure. Sure the slash kelly fiend club by the way yes. you have some awesome misfits
1: inspired uh t-shirts yep. in. so where are oh, social media awesome On oh, my social media yeah. uh fiend club on instagram kellyann fiend c on twitter and Ann fiend club on facebook Um, And don't expect any gym selfies or anything like that. And nine times out of 10, I probably won't talk to you. But I'll be good in the ring. So that's all that matters.
0: That's the kind of honesty I feel like we've been missing in the year 2020.
1: (laughs) I'm really bad at small talk. I hate it. It makes me angry. When someone messages me and goes, hey, how are you? Nah. That's it.
0: You know what? (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note, now I feel like a total asshole because was hey, you like sent a dog. I did. I wish <laughs> Chance was down here. He's so <laughs> too. And it was like six a.m. your time, so it was like really the worst. Yeah. But, um, we can't thank you enough. I know you said you don't do podcasts. Um, you should. You're a pleasure to talk to. It was so oh, entertaining. Thank you um i hope everybody out there is excited to see you back in the ring hopefully sooner rather than later if it's my brain and your mom's brain is right it's probably going to be right after the election that's what i'm feeling just throwing that out there
1: i don't know who i want to win though because it's, i feel like it's you, you're done either
0: way oh, no, we, <laughs> we have no future i no. <laughs> eight months and we'll be like a subcontinent in antarctica floating somewhere i'm not there's nothing good <laughs> happening over here that's 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 it that's but, it um kelly and fiend club and kelly and fiend c on uh twitter do not small yeah. small talk no send yeah or
1: send me a question or like whoa whoa, know.
0: whoa! last guy that sent you a question didn't really work out well so i wouldn't even <laughs> send a question just say, hey you know what i bought your shirt and send a picture yeah. of <laughs> That's That's done <laughs> well, uh, best of luck to you stay safe awesome. and we look forward to hearing back from you real soon
1: No worries. Thank you so much,
0: guys. Awesome. That's it for another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast, and we are tapping out.